Inevitably, when there's something like this happens, as I alluded into my introduction, uh, people do get in touch with their insurance companies. How busy has it been so far and how many formal claims have been lodged? Uh, good afternoon, Stephen. Good evening. Uh, good afternoon to the listeners. Um, generally, after the events such as what we have experienced during the course of this week, um, the insurers on themselves they gear up to receive volumes of of claims of people trying to understand how they should be able to claim. And generally, there have been a very high volume of claims uh, following damages to properties. It could be on domestic or businesses. In those terms, I mean, we as users of insurance, uh, unfortunately, when we do uh, sign up for insurance, we do get a rather heavy uh, document. And sometimes there are things which have been ticked and some things which haven't been ticked in terms of uh, what we're covered for. How much of this is a problem when, uh, you know, the insurance uh, industry is dealing with some of these claims that people, in fact, are claiming uh, for things that they don't have cover for? Generally, and depending on the nature of the type of the policy that the person has taken, which one will have assumed that people might have been given advice on the, any type of policy that are taking. And if we look at the domestic side, uh, things that might have been damaged could be your house, it could be your car, it could be your household content, which is the furniture and any other clothing materials that are inside the house. If you've got cover for your house and your household content, generally the policy should respond. Normally on those ones, there are very few things that could make an insurer not to settle your claim or your claim because it has been made as an easy way to say if you automatically choose for the house to say i want my house to be covered insurance product has been made in such a manner that and general public should be able to just pick and say i'm doing this and you find that the insurance company also take into account they consider this as catastrophic events where they also have cover sometimes where they anticipate that the cost of the claims could be much higher than what they have as part of their reserves. Mm. However, on the businesses, it's quite very critical because businesses are covered via various sections where they need to have a section called buildings combined or uh, fire sections. And the terminology there, that's where it becomes very tricky and it, it relates to what you were asking to say, how do I know what is covered? You need to know if they say fire, it doesn't normally relate only to a specific fire that could come out of arson or any other uh, generated uh, fire, 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 fire systems. It also refers to issues like storms. It refers to issues of natural disaster. It just given the word fire as a terminology. What normally happens under those type of policies, uh, any advisor who could be advising a business should be able to take into account any other extensions that will ensure that the client is fully covered and all those things that are considered basics are also covered and if there are any extensions that needs to be taken into account they are advised to the client because some of the extensions attract additional premium however it is important that if you take that policy you look at that all things are covered in those terms i mean we we had this uh, happen with the, the knives and the fires uh, problem where people did discover that uh, they were undercovered and simply not covered in some instances. I suppose the lesson there is, I mean, people are going to sadly going to be discovering this, I'm sure, um, about uh, the flooding situation. Really, how does one get around that? I mean, is it simply that you need to be disciplined and review your insurance every year? 
That is very, very important, and uh, where possible, people uh, should be able to look at a second opinion, especially for the clients that are purchasing this insurance product directly with the insurer, because generally you'll be telling the insurer what you want and they'll give you what you really want. However, those clients that are really purchasing their insurance products through advisors, they've got an opportunity to say they're able to sit you down and say, these are the things that are covered under this exchange. I've done an analysis of what you require. It will be up to you to say, hey, I don't want this because I don't foresee this happening to me. But generally, they try to encompass, encompass everything that should be taken into consideration for cover for each and every section that you might require, either for your business or for your domestic. Okay, let's uh, leave it uh, there. George Sadiq, he's the general manager at uh, Marara Risk Solutions.